Hi there, and welcome back to the Balanced Belt Shuva podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Welcome to uh, first-timers, and welcome back to regulars. We're at show four here, so regulars is starting to take on more of a, hopefully, reality. Okay, five-part series, five five keys to being a balanced belt shuva. On to the third key. The third key, there's no comparison. There's no comparison is the idea that Hashem has given each one of us a unique mission, a unique unique set of strengths and weaknesses, and we will crush ourselves if we focus on comparing ourselves to others. Start out here with a, a couple of uh, sources here tonight. We'll go right to Misil Chisharm, one of the obviously one of the the core Musar works here. First chapter, first line. Absolutely, and and you we and you know m- many folks will have seen this before. This absolutely should blow us out of the water. Yisod haChasidus. Vishoresh Havoida Hatimima Hu Shetis Barer Vis Ames Eitzala Adam Ma Chavaso Baalomo. So the foundation of true piety and the, the root of perfect service of Hashem occurs when a, by a person clarifying and verifying to himself, here it is. What is his obligation in his world? His world, not somebody else's world, not your neighbor's world, not your rabbi's world, not your best friend's world, not the tzaddik of the town's world, not the Rosh Hashiva's world. What is your obligation in your world with your unique set of circumstances that Hashem has laid out for you. And that and that uh, first sentence ends out with Ulama Tsarich Shis Shi Yasim Mabato Ume Gamaso Biko Asherhu Amel Kol Yime Chayav. And toward what goal he should direct his outlook and his ambition. In everything that he toils for, everything he involves himself in, all the days of his life. What is what is his obligation in his world? What should he focus on, in and use as the as the measuring stick to which to gauge all of his actions based on his unique mission in the world? Absolutely mind blowing. And uh, Rabbi Gershenfeld at Machon Shlomo. Um, would constantly, you know, go back to this, and and uh, this sentiment was always on the tip of his tongue. Going in this idea, moving forward with not comparing ourselves to others. One of Rabbi Abraham J. Tversky, M.D.'s, one of his many uh, tremendous books of all of all of, the, all of the books he's written are all tremendous. Um, is 10 steps to being your best. And from what I've seen, 
it is the most, for just from what I've seen, I've, I've you know, just seen a handful of them, um, the most practically oriented with the most uh, exercises and um, sort of practical steps to, to grow of, of his of his books. Um, and in the discussion in, in the in the first step of the of the ten steps of this book on on growth, uh, he has a, a piece in it about uh, not comparing comparing oneself to others. And just a few tidbits from it that really hammer at home. And we're talking about Rabbi Doctor, right? Rabbi Tversky, unbelievably accomplished person, uh, brilliant, charismatic, has had an impact on so many. Um, he talks about how one of the, the eight Sahara's most powerful techniques is to uh, get you to compare yourself to others. Page 42 for folks who want to look it up. And he says that he remembers even from his childhood when he was a kid. He says, my baseball glove was not as good as another kid's. My penmanship was not as good as other kids. And then in parentheses he says, look how foolish that was. This is the 44th book I've written. I'm certain that many of the kids with better penmanship haven't written even one book. You might think that I outgrew this as an adult. No way. When I entered medical school, my microscope was not as good as other students' microscopes. And, and you know, we see that even, you know, the, the, the greatest people, the most developed people, this aspect of comparing ourselves to other really gnaws away at all of us uh, in different ways. And it's something that we need to work on. Now, uh, Rabbi Tursky then goes on and he he, um, he he mentions a story, and I'll just mention the story too. And then this is this is one strategy for inculcating in ourselves the ability to not compare and to focus on what our mission is in our world. What's your mission in your world, in your life? So so he mentions the story. Uh, okay. So a uh, man was complaining to his rabbi uh, that he can't overcome the, the envy of his neighbor. You know, rabbi, every time he buys a new car, it eats away at me. The rabbi said, doesn't your neighbor suffer with stomach ulcers? Yeah, he does, says the man. Then if you want a new car like his, you must also have whatever else he has. It's all in one package. No, 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 the man said. He, he, can, he can keep his car with the ulcers. Let him keep it. It's all one package. We can't just hone in and take a narrow slice of somebody's life and say, wow, look at, look at their job. Um, look at their charisma. You know, look at their family. Look at their status in the community. And, look, and it's amazing. And it... it Blows away my uh, my strength or my position in any one of those things. You have to, we have to look at the whole package, and the reality is we don't know the whole package because we do not know the details, the ins and the outs of all the various parts of of everyone's life. So it's 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 impossible, and we're deluding ourselves if we if we just focus on that one aspect how he dresses what car he wears just these these one things just these little pieces of the puzzle because it's a whole big puzzle it's not just one piece and who knows what that other person's dealing with um so what is an adam's obligation in our, in, our, in 
in his world. And we really, we have to think about this. And so part of this is just clarifying. We have to think to ourselves, you know, what, so what's my obligation in my world? And this takes soul searching. And it, takes, it takes effort. It's not going to be just sitting down one time and thinking about it for a few minutes. But one part of this exercise is clearly coming to understand you know what's what's my what's my personal mission what are my obligations what are my strengths what are my weaknesses uh there's a local rabbi here in town rabbi Israel Roll and he has a a number of books and um i've seen even in more than one book he discusses this idea of uh, a wheel of strengths and it's it's used in you know sort of packaged in different ways i think uh with uh other even even in psychology today different folks obviously talking about strengths um there was a big uh um prolific figure in psychology uh i believe his name is dr clifton clifton strengths which is a um big system out there similar let's say you know obviously there's there's Myers Briggs there's uh, strength SDI as uh, is another big one folks may have, have experienced that in the workplace when doing different trainings but this having focusing on a, a a wheel of strengths so sitting down and taking a look at you know what's what strengths do I have and uh, you know Rabbi Roll has a uh, a circle with different different wedges in it. You've got and you could you can slice it up different ways. But uh, you know, spiritual, social, strengths with others, um, physical in terms of you know it could be health, fitness, exercise, fashion, um, you know, t- taking care of oneself in different ways, um, in- intellectual strengths. Um, and you know you can kind of create your own little compilation there. Take a look at his books for all the different wedges. Um, you can have uh, emotional on there. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, um, but you can even you know go online, Google. You'll you'll find different variations of this um, from different different experts in the area of strength development. Um, but it's okay. So so you know who am I? Getting that clear understanding, and that's a big part of your world. A big part of your world is who are you. What do you bring to the table? And um, escaping me at the moment, who, who, who said it? Maybe it was either Rabbi Sarl Salanta or Rev Dessler. You know, woe is to the person who doesn't know his, uh, his weaknesses, his flaws, his deficiencies. But, and they might have been, it might have been Oi. <laughs> And we'll go with the oi, oi, oi to that one. But oi vey, whoa, whoa, to the uh, to the individual who is not aware of his strengths and, and what he can contribute, where he can shine. And say, okay, so that's a, a first step in this ability to to not compare and to sink into your your mission and your role in this world is to know who you are the first step and then for all of us we're going to have to grapple with not comparing ourselves to others as, as I mentioned one strategy is to think about the whole package don't let the Yitzhahara just let you focus on one 
one little piece of the puzzle. And, you know, for, for about Shuva and, and for others as well, obviously, you know, a lot of these themes aren't, aren't just for Bali Shuva. Uh, that's, I believe, the audience that I'm going to mainly focus on in the, in the podcast at this point, although that, that might change. But, you know, there are a lot of areas where we might want to, we might want to compare. Oh, you know, look, look at how this other, even just say to, to other Bali Shuva, oh, how, does, how is this Bali Shuva learning? You know, he's, his, his learning is so much more advanced than me. Or, you know, this guy, you know, um, you know he's, he's in my field, we're in the same field, but, but he's, he's operating at a much higher level. He, he's, he's making more money and he's just much more successful on the professional scene and, you know, I'm in the same field. Um, I, this person's, this, 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 this guy's, so, he's, he's much more well-known in the community. People know who he is, they don't know, know who I am. Uh, look at look at this person's kids. They're so much more integrated, and normal. Why did Hashem give me this challenging one, that challenging one? So obviously the comparisons can be endless, and this is a serious effort, and we and we all know this. You know, um, this reminds me a little bit of going back to the Mesilas Sharm uh, in the Hagdama, where the Ramchal discusses the fact that that the concepts that he will discuss in the Mesos Shasharm, they're not Chedushim, they're not novel ideas, they are things that we know, but they're so apparent, they're so evident, that we gloss over them, and we just sort of take them for granted, but then we don't really spend the time with them to bring them back into conscious awareness and to have them be a part of our living reality. So this is one of those ideas. We all know, intellectually, that comparing ourselves to other is toxic. And yet, we engage in it all the time. And we do it, really, in a certain sense, it just happens subconsciously. And we just let it ride. And we're comparing ourselves to others in so many different ways. And it's precisely because it's so ingrained that that it requires us really taking a stand and being willing to put in the the effort and the in the internal work and the external work and interacting with others to to weed out this very corrosive and toxic uh meta uh pattern of thinking and we will grow immensely from focusing on this and from really working on it. So, um, just going to think for a moment if there's any other points that I wanted to, to mention here. It's obviously a vast topic. It's written about in a lot of different farm, Hebrew farm, English farm, and something that we would all do well to, uh, to dwell on a little bit more. Um, I'll just mention... Just a couple more pieces that uh, really jumped out at me from Rabbi Tversky's book. And I, I do I recommend this book. Really very special book here. Ten Steps to Being Your Best. Uh, so after that, Rabbi had that uh, exchange with the gentleman who was envious of his neighbor. The rabbi said that it then occurred to him to interpret the last of the Aserah Sedibros. So the last one being 
which is in uh, Shmos 2014. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, his servants, his ox and mule, and all that your neighbor has. And all that your neighbor has may mean that if you want what he has, you must take whatever else he has. And you may certainly not want that. So we see. You could look. Even, you know, it might be... Might be a, 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 I'll be drush, but, or, or maybe not, um, you know, or, and all that your neighbor has. It's all coming along as one whole. And I guess that's another, another piece of this and, and that I mentioned a bit before. But one of the strategies of the Sahara in so many areas, including this area, is to get us to focus very narrowly. You know, we focus on, okay, you know, what did this person do for me? Yeah, but they did this piece of it poorly or they didn't come through all the way for me on that. You know, oh, I did this project and maybe holistically we did a great job with it, but I messed up on this one little area and we just we just zone in and just clamp down on that w- one area that we didn't do quite as well on or in the opposite, you know, one amazing thing that another person did or seemingly amazing on the surface but if we looked at the whole picture okay so how do they you know what's going on with their their wife and their kids and you know etc so we've got to be holistic of course we have to 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 analyze and focus on the details and and so much of Yiddishkeit is in the details see the the nuances and the subtleties in halacha but we also really have to try to maintain that holistic attitude. And it's big here and not comparing. Uh, Rabbi Tversky says that in his many years of psychiatric practice, he has seen many very wealthy people who he's sure that other people envied, yet their wealth is no comfort to them with the personal troubles they suffer. Many would gladly exchange their wealth if they could be free of very serious personal problems. So... Let's all try to take this to heart, something that we can all work on in different ways. And one thing that I hope to come back to repeatedly uh, during, during these podcast episodes is the importance of focusing on a certain exercise, a certain avoda, certain mita, whatever it is, in a very focused way. I'm fortunate enough to be um, part of uh, of a Musarvad, and just one thing that you know that that I know has been effective for me, and that and you know that we work on in the Vod, and you see in Musar in, gen- in general, and in, in many uh, Svarm, and I'm sure you know we've all heard this, right? Don't try to take too big of a bite. And don't try to take bites from too many areas at once. But just to really, as, as, you're, as you're working on something, and as we're working on things, let's try to just pick whatever it might be, you know, one or two things, but really develop, really develop them, really spend the time with them, and build them out in a focused way. A, a great analogy is with exercise. If you want to... Um, let's go with if you want to develop your chest muscles. So you could do, uh, 
you know, a different chest exercise each week. And, and you could do one set of this exercise of a press, and then you could do uh, a, a chest fly exercise, and you could switch the machine, the machines and every single workout, do something different. But you will not have the gains in developing your chest musculature if you do it in that sort of haphazard, jumpy way versus picking a few core exercises, focusing on those for a period of time, and really building those up. Because in that, you're getting the muscle memory for those specific movements. The muscle fibers are being um, worked at at the same angles, and they're able to develop in a very focused way, and that's where you're going to get the best gains. And as I mentioned before, as Rabbi Orlovic discussed with me everything in everything in exercise and in physical conditioning is really a reflection of the of the spiritual reality of of character growth and character training and this is an important example let's focus let's pick you know one or two things to work on let's develop it let's grow together there's no comparison and uh i look forward to uh to coming back to the fourth key soon and uh, still working on some some things trying to uh, hopefully soon find uh, an, an intro a uh, little music to, to kick off the, the show each time an outro to uh, to leave leave you with some some nice tunes as we uh, as we come together and then depart uh, from from our time together. Looking forward to the next session of being a balanced Balt Shuva. I'm your host, Adam Rubin. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.